Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a plush new podcast. 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 I'm not in a pub. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi, team. Hi, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> no one knows who that is. No, no. Uh, how 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 is how is everyone? Yeah, the same. Yeah. All right. As every other week in 2021. Happiness. Let's let's bring it up. <laughs> let's vibe it up again. Come on. No, Joe. You know I, I said to myself, I'm going to have a good week this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, have you noticed the weather creeping yeah. up? Getting Warm a bit better, degrees. isn't it? Number five. Number five degrees. <laughs> It's meant to be never uh, seventeen, is it? isn't it? Next week, is it? Yeah, is it? seventeen. Cube. Yeah. hell? What's going on here? Global warming. Really? It's, 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 I, didn't know, from it. <laughs> I didn't know about. I didn't know about the seventeen thing. On the, yes, said on the news. It says on air, eight, eleven degrees soon. That's all right. I can take me a big coat down off south. Now. Next week, thirteen degrees. It's saying. You're looking at my beer. Drop it. It's not bad, is it? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cheap, that my um, right. Has anyone anything happened to anyone in the since we last spoke? Actually, do you know what? It was Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day yesterday. Ah, Everyone yeah. good one? Yeah, got a got a Sunday dinner takeaway from a, a little pub in Stockport called Church Inn. Got that, and then I um, yeah got Sophia some flowers and chocolates. She made me a sausage sarnie in the morning in bed. Oh, nice. nice day. I, I ordered some flowers nice. online from one of those websites you can get them from. And uh, I've ordered from before and it was like big bouquet, massive bouquet, <laughs> bu- bouquet, <laughs> like 40 quid. And it arrived and they've obviously got a shortage because of like what, you know, the pandemic or because it's Valentine's Day. And I got like three flowers. Three <laughs> flowers and like a load of green shit for 40 quid. Yeah, I was gutted. <laughs> so, are you, are that's you, annoying. You shouldn't use the, uh, you should use local Businesses. Well, yeah, 100%. but the thing is, at the moment, it's hard getting out and that, isn't it? Nice. And to find they bring it to you. Do they? You well, just ring them up. I, I used, bring them to you. Know tell I me. used Emma Pierce. Tell me your contest, does it? Oh, Hazel Grove flowers do it. Hazel Grove flowers. Well, I, I just there's another one. Charlie's did it wrong because uh, them, them places that you, they um they just go to the local shops anyway. They're a wholesaler, aren't they? As well. So you just they pay, were good you're though. Just paying no, more no, than yeah, you but would. it's because I I got them beforehand and it was like fucking two jars with flowers and I was like, this is boss. But so that. So f- you're fucking horrible for not using local businesses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I ordered a Hawksmoor takeaway roast dinner. It's not a fucking nice. local business, bloody hell! What Hawksmoor? Yeah, yeah. And we know I'm saying mine was. Okay, fair enough. Oh, Chaz, you made a little map. I made a little. Do um, you know, like when you make a map in school and you teabag it? <laughs> Don't say anything <laughs> after that. Excuse me. You use teabags <laughs> to make it look old, and yeah. you, you burn the edges, discolor it, and yeah. all that. And yeah, I wrote a menu out and stuff like that Aww. and made it nice and romantic. For Cheap. Me. Very nice. Um, Tomahawk Steak, who you introduced me to the recipe yeah. actually, Thomas. Nice. So would you like to take take it from there? Thomas Hawk Steak. <laughs> just just, just <laughs> cheap. No, it was just a Gordon Ramsay one I found online. Yeah. But I have done I've 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 made a Tomahawk before, but it's like a little obviously Tomahawk's like a ribeye but big the biggest cut. It's still got the bone on it, you have to yeah, put the bone yeah, in foil and all that. Loads of salt. 
know what I mean? Flash so, fry it, then in the oven. I mm-hmm. think Gordon Ramsay's the fucking man. He is good. Fucking love him. And I love all that shit. You're like, I'm an idiot sandwich. Shit like Oh, when he's like, <laughs> give it to him, you little <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> There's some fucking genius Gordon Ramsay, like, yeah. outbursts online. Mm-hmm. Hey, what did you do to Valentine's Cool, Josh? Well, uh, had a nice FaceTime. <laughs> Obviously, my uh, my significant other is uh, is based on the other side of the planet at the moment. So, uh, yeah, had a nice little nice little chat. Habo Hotel. Uh, <laughs> Should wrap it, Mum. Yeah, she, she lives in Quebec. <laughs> Quebec sounded just so, like her. Then you know when you said that, picking up the uh, the twang. Because say we'll speak to Josh like <laughs> when. Like after speaking to a phrases and just speak to Josh and Josh like they're parking lot and you're like what? Yeah. And he's like, Didn't think you say that when we uh, saw it in Rolling Stones. No, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, the musicians when we, when, went... we, when we saw the Rolling oh, right. Stones, he was like on stage and he was like, oh, the parking lot over there. And we're like, fuck off. Yeah, musicians off, when they when they moved to America when they've had a lot of success. Transatlantic, transatlantic accent yeah, like there's Graham a, there's Nash. A few of them, yeah, yeah. When we did Jules Holland, uh, Graham Nash from the Hollies. And Crosby, Stills and Nash. He Originally was on the same from show. where's he from? Salford. Salford. He used to work in Stockport, and we was mentioning all these like landmarks of Stockport and stuff. There's not many, but um, Graham Nash said, "Have you heard of uh, Mersey Square?" <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "What? You mean Mersey Square?" <laughs> so yeah, you, you 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 do pick it up. We 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 pick it up in Liverpool sometimes. Some of the some of the. Slang. No, we don't come home going. All right, all. I'm sure. <laughs> fucking hell. That was that was. I don't know. That was like believe you that one. <laughs> sure, I used to do it. No, sure, I'm sure I used well, to. Well, we all say boss bit. now, don't yeah, we? Yeah, you, you say boss. No, 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 like, no, you uh, never. No, fuck I, I off. You never used to listen like, to what I was about to say. I go. I've been on holiday as a kid before, and I said I was called James, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've adapted like an accent. Like before. what? What um, accent? Maybe I've just made it up. Fuck you know. Should we go into a? You sec- do some mad shit when you're a kid, don't? I'm trying to yeah. think of like some mad shit. Have I told you about the similar holiday when I followed this couple round? No, like, no. Uh, no there's this guy. That, it was when I went through my mosher phase and in year nine. I used to just this guy in holiday that I saw still in going Spain. strong. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, man. And he was he was with some. Good, he must have been like fifteen. I must have been like eleven. And I was following him around because he likes Avenged Sevenfold. Like a fucking like metal band. <laughs> he had the shirt and I was like, this guy's mint. And I was just following him around on holiday. And I was like, play that tune, mate. And he's like, fuck off. And he was just always kissing his girlfriend in the pool. And I was just following him. <laughs> I was just next to him and they were like kissing in the pool. And I was like, play that tune, mate. <laughs> so, what? that's weird. <laughs> so, I mean, I can say some bullshit or I can... Well, anyone, anyone's got a section, whatever. You're chatting shit, mate. Bullshit. You ready? <clears throat> Go on. Yeah, fuck it, I'll pick this one. Did you know that Swedish Airlines saved half a million pounds by cutting the limes and lemons into sixteenths instead of tenths? I mean, you would save money. But not that much money, would you? How much did you save? Ha- half, half a million, a million pounds pound a, a year. Oh, like, yeah. On limes and lemons. On limes Who and was lemons. it? Sweet, sweet. Swedish Airlines. Mm. Lame, limes. Lames. Limes are only like... Fucking 30p. I'm not sure I've heard of Swedish Airlines. Uh, are they just called Swedish Airlines? Is, is there any way you can tell us more? I've heard of that? Swedish Airlines. They're very tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, bullshit that for me, mate. <clears throat> Scandinavian Air Services. I can't see me oh, yeah, saving yeah, ass. Let's not, let's not get focused on what the I, airline actually called, do you know what I mean? I think half a million pounds a year is very steep. 
on limes. Given that it's, I think if you was like sacking half your staff, maybe. If it was pretzels or something, maybe. But <laughs> why would they let? Why would true, they? Why it? would they let anyone know that? It's true. It's really? true. Go on. Then. You know how I know it was true, Joe. Go on. Because you you didn't speak over us. <laughs> I did a little bit when because like, when because when, when, when you're trying I, to when you're I trying to cover it up, you say more detail. Yeah, I've just said I was like, don't get focused on that till airline because I think I've got that bit wrong. But the fact so that half a million pounds a year you saved half a million. There's another one that I, which, but I told it to Tom and I was like, I can't remember what company it was. Like, Let me see if I wrote it down. But there was um, limes and lemons. Wow, mad that, isn't it? To be fair though, in a you know the cups you get on on a plane, they're always dead small anyway. So the the ratio Bimbles. is probably right. Yeah, there's another one. I can't I can't I can't find where it is now. But it's about weight loss and how like, and I can't. I think it was BA. How they dropped taking. I can't remember what it was exactly. But instead of taking like individual cans, you know, some airlines have a bottle of Coke. Yeah. And they pour it like that saves them like ten grand a year. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I can imagine that. It's like a mad like just literally on weight alone. It's mental. Like, it's dead dead simple yeah, stuff when you like look that. Into it. What's the weirdest meal you've ever had on a plane? What was dim that sum. dim sum in the Raw morning? chicken. That was <laughs> horrific. Where was the raw chicken one? Was that the same flight? I think it was like when we flew from Korea to somewhere. I can't remember. Yeah, it was the, it, the chicken was not cooked properly and it, I, I didn't go anywhere near it. It was that. I have had raw scrambled egg before, pretty much, from Japan. I don't know if it's... I don't it's know if it's scrambled egg. Yeah, no, it was like they've just put it in, fucking stirred the yolk and gone, there you go. I don't know whether it's a thing just to serve raw <laughs> things over there. Medium <laughs> rare, Medium rare chicken. There, that, that whole flight was fucking. I think I just would have wouldn't have even. I'd have said I don't want it. On my <laughs> is that the flight? Is, is, is that the flight? That we was from Guang, go down? Yeah, Guangdu yeah. to where was it? Brisbane, something like that. Oh, it was horrible that flight. I think we've it, talked about this before. Have we? Oh god, it was I don't horrible. Think we have. It was so. Angry. I think we have because we talked about you having the fag. I was watching um, Black fucking Swan. Black Swan. Josh oh, was right. watching Jamie. Yeah, yeah we have. And Chaz was just going fuck off. To <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> We're no. recycling, aren't we? No, no, no. It's not being friends anymore. Oh, maybe, maybe we should have it as five episodes this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my bullshit. Fuck you all. I was right again. Are you saying you want you looking forward to flying again? Yeah, the can't world wait. I really, really want to. You won't be saying that after what you've done a few. <laughs> you've done a few Yo, that's what I was going to talk about. Do you know what it is? It's airports. The actual being on a plane doesn't offend me too much. I it's I the fucking, fucking waiting it, about. In it's like what Morrissey says, isn't it? Go on. Put this there. Put that there. He hates airports. He's treated like a big ball of flesh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, what was going to say then? Did we talk about me at border controls? We talked about that. Bladdered, no. Should we talk about that? It's quite funny. So, we were flying to America. We were. 2019, November. Just after your birthday. Was. Pre-COVID. Just after my birthday and then I didn't get the business class seat. Yeah, so basically there was a... <laughs> Don't worry, guys. There was a... <laughs> We always inquire when we get to the airline yeah. if there's any upgrades. Oh, it was done at random though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Apart from Tom. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, so we got we got to the desk and we were obviously like we say we always go, Is there any um, business class seats? Because they're only cheaper, aren't they? That is a couple the cheapest of hundred quid. Yeah. And they're like sometimes you say no, sometimes say yeah. Sometimes oh there's five. Right, we go in. Boss. This time there was what, two? Two. So we were like, right, fairest thing to do. Tom writes the tunes and splits everything. Tom gets a business class seat. <laughs> did it just automatically go? Did it just, was it just always like, right, Tom's number one? I said I said straight away, I was like, Tom just gets the seat. It is That's fair, why you're the best it? man. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom gets this one. It's my birthday, but don't worry, mate, you have it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like Tom gets that. And then we said to the woman behind the desk, out of these other four passports, you just pick and one out of random. And that 
other person gets, gets the business the class seat, boss. So she goes through and picks out. I've got, always. Four, I've got four of the copies of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz Salt. Always. Charlie Salt. Charlie Salt. You say this, Look but at the it's draw not true. Salt. Molden Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I always draw the short straw. You know Bollocks. Bollocks. So anyway, anyway, so he gets it. Then we're then we we were upgraded upgraded though. We got into premium economy, premium economy which is all right. Anyway, then at the business. Then when we get on the flight, there was like, there's another seat here in business. Oh class. shit! Yeah. So Wait, then who we, got who got the second seat? Josh. Right. So Josh. No, that got was the, a third seat. No, the third free. seat. Josh got it. Yeah, it was yeah, a free. free. Yeah, there was because they knew us. Because was it BA? Yeah, they knew us. They had a split. Charlie had put a word. It's one of them. Yeah. Charlie had a family member who works at BA, so we always tried to put a word in. But they kind of were expecting us, and they always say, "Oh, if we if there's any free, we'll do. We'll, you know, we'll try and do and what it we do, can." Does a lot, and it did. This time they was like, "There's one free. We've got another spot." I don't, how did you work out that? You picked it out random again. I think yeah. We did. No, no, no. Yeah, we. Josh had an app on his phone or something, a shuffle app he or did. something on it. Who got the third oh, seat? Yeah, we down we downloaded it to yeah to make sure that it was fair. Yeah. Who got the third seat? Josh. Josh. <laughs> right. Who got the second seat? Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. Right. And then, so then me and Miles were in premium economy. Yeah. That's At still the time, right. you didn't drink. No, I didn't. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm getting, getting bladdered. You were sat next to me, blasting. You know, and you can hear I, I, people, yeah, I, I, I you was, can hear people's songs. I, I was in it between. Was like, <laughs> 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 I, was like, ah. I was in between. Miles and our tour manager Wolfie. playing foolish stuff in spaces yeah and we just recorded the album but obviously it went out and I was showing it to Wolfie yeah you were leaning like, over me and I'm like get away I was, yeah I was insisting on playing like the, the tunes at the same time as Wolfie do you know what I mean and like fucking eight sitting in the middle oh honestly like, I had <laughs> I had and I, 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 I my whole table was just filled with like can, empty cans and I kept knocking them over and that I was a mess I was like I was no really... then it got to the point where you know when they come and say right there's an hour left on the flight <laughs> So we uh, stood up and we're like having a chat and stuff. And I and next thing, the curtain opens for business. Joe's appeared there. <laughs> fucking bladdered. Steaming. And he was like, they won't serve me anymore. <laughs> they won't serve me anymore. They said, no, you can get it, you're in business. Get me a whiskey, Tom. So I got... It's quite I, out of character for you, that, isn't it? <laughs> fucking not. So I, I, Where would we flying to? Mexico. America. America. Washington, D.C. So it's not that much of a long, it's like eight hours, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah, but it's still enough to get bladdered on. Yeah. So anyway, I get Joel whiskey. That obviously tips him over the edge. <laughs> so then we have to... Obviously, the border control in America is really tough, isn't it? So you've got fucking hench guys with guns and shit like, <laughs> you know, telling you where to stand. You stand there. So we're going through. We get to, we're still at the front of this queue, but then obviously they're letting the citizens of America through first. So jo this guy's letting the, the citizens the citizens through. So they all start walking through and Joe, this is in the at the border control, is like, why the fuck are they going in before us? I was like, Joe, keep your voice down. That, that guy with an AK-47 staring at us. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if they're from America. We should be going through. We should be going through. And he was staring you out and I think I just had to look you in the eye and go, you need to shut, shut the fuck the up fuck here, up. Joe. And then you, you did eventually shut up. But he was on the edge of like, I thought he was going to pull him and like pull him over and like fucking quiz him. Like, oh, he's so pissed. Love, do you know what? I, it's my, one of my favourite things to do is get absolutely bladdered on a flight. You, you don't really into it. I, I love it. I, I've, I've done it a few times and since me and you, Tom, did it on the way to Japan yeah. and I woke up about an hour later fucking hanging and yeah. I had like six hours to go and I just, I, I'd, I think I fell asleep in the box. That's how fucking much I was like, I need to lie down here. <laughs> lay I down. Got, see, I, I, I got bladdered with this German guy in a, in economy. I remember that, yeah. On the way home for our first... Uh, Ralph? Ralph, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lorenzo to Japan. 
And believe it or not, he texted me the other day. Did he? Out of the blue. I lo- I honestly, I love getting bladder. Like, like. I'm like Miles. I, the fear of kicks in of how you feel when you wake back up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, I, it, if, it, if I'm flying and I'm going out, like say you're going to land at the place at like nine o'clock, yeah, I'll get bladdered. But if I'm landing at like 12 o'clock their time, I don't like waking up bladdered in the place. It's yeah. good if you're on a little don't... European jaunt, you know, yeah. a festival Fast. or something like that. And I don't I, like I, you say you're landing late. Yeah, I think every flight I've I've, I've always got pissed on. I just think it's it's just mm. it's free as well, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Good. Cheap. I put a peanut <laughs> peanut up my nose when I was a kid on a flight and caused a bit of a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What like yeah. it stuck? It stuck. stuck. It got stuck up my nose. I was only about performance four or piece. Five. <laughs> performance <laughs> piece. Yeah, mate. I was only about eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Why? You just daft things when you're a kid. You know more than anyone. Fucking, I'm going to say, yeah, well, I yeah. don't dread to think what's been yeah. stuck in you when you were a kid. Canal. <laughs> I put blue tech in my ear. <laughs> and honestly, I've never, ever had it. Che- oh, I have had it. I've had my ears checked and I went, but I never had it. I got a blue tack stuck in my ear and shit myself. And I got like a little, like, a little plastic flag from like a scale electric, scale electric set or something or a racing set. And I put it in my ear and just started carving all this blue tech out my ear and you complain of deafness in one ear (laughs) (laughs) you know what about when you were uh, you mean you know you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to but you were a very young kid when you told me this story so you could just discuss it if you're at that last I'm not talking about that dream no not the dream you've already talked about that (laughs) no I have not it's when you when you were a kid and you used to go to the toilet at school oh no Can you were very young. Yeah, but can everyone just fucking? No, I can everyone just it. stop going? Miles was a weird kid and he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's always these things. Let, let, let's let's move. Let, I didn't think you were that weird. No, I think no, everyone's I, done yeah, this as a kid. I'm, I've I'm done not, it. I'm not, well, ta- I'm on, I'm not talking, talking about wiping that. the tissue on the wall. I'm not shit talking about that. <laughs> you wiped shit on the wall. I think aren't everyone done that when you're a really young kid? <laughs> no, probably I'm, not. Well, I, but I was Shitting like, signal. I was next level when I was. Maybe I, didn't, I didn't do. Maybe you did it, and I think I've done. I it. didn't. I didn't. I didn't like shit when nice I was a kid. Of, yeah, you used to hide behind the sofa, didn't you? Yeah, I used to like be scared of shitting when I was a kid. I had a I'm bit on your of team, that. Joe. I used, yeah, I used to. I, I, I was scared of shit. I had to have them fucking. Um, I used to have to have like fucking things shoved up my bum. Well, like laxatives, laxatives yeah, suppositories. When I, when I was dead, I can't, can't remember it, but yeah, I used to have like laxatives up up my bum because I was scared of pooing. Apparently, it's common, but you know, I don't I think know. I'm, I used to hide behind the bush in the garden, and my mum would see you doing the dance behind the, you know, like they call it a dance, don't you? <laughs> you know, when you're like tiptoeing about, <laughs> like, like come in, come in, Tom, come in for a poo. <laughs> Tri- tribal setup. Dogs do that, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's literally like being a dog in yeah. it, you kid. <laughs> You, you, do, come, you, you get really anxious, anxious and do a dance, don't I remember they? shitting in the back room once, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Where I went on to write Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> to the same spot. <laughs> Babies <laughs> are born without kneecaps. <laughs> now, that's one to think about. Is that... No, no, no. Do you know, I, what, you, do you know what the actual name for your kneecap is? Yeah, Summit Patella. La- Summit Latin. Patella. Patella, well, yeah. No, because when you were a kid, I remember when I was literally, I think I was two weeks old... You remember? No, I don't remember. I've been told. Yeah. And my mum and dad told me. But they moved out of their house. They were living at my grandma's house, basically. basically. And they didn't have the fucking... They left the, the baby gate open. Mm-hmm. And they were moving stuff into the bedrooms. Oh, and and f- I fell down the whole stairs. Okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> no, yeah. But I was all right. You know when you were a kid, because like, you probably to do the knee, kneecap thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, not, like, you're not breaking anything. You're literally just like a ball. Yeah. I've, oh, I've, no. you, do you know what? Like, head to toe. I've never and they ha- took me to the hospital, I think. My mum oh, was really? obviously shitting herself. Like, yeah. Jesus. 
Peter yeah. the Voice. And then Tom, the voice. Tom Roach. Oh, he's Charlemagne. falling down the stairs. Mark, you've left the, you've left the, the baby gate open. <laughs> my mum dropped a phone on my head. She, 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 she's admitted to doing that at least twice, but I've never ever held a baby. I've never held a baby. You have to support yeah, the baby. I've held a baby. You have to have your fucking. It's called the Fontanella, the little hole. That's yeah, you have to, um, yeah, they've got like a soft head. Yeah. Soft, needs to form, before, yeah. yeah, before the schools fuse yeah. together. Crazy. Yeah, you have to hold the head and that. Like it's too. There's a lot, a lot of pressure in it. Do you know what? It makes you think how the fuck did like babies and people like grow like a few hundred years ago? Yeah, you know, in the woods mean, and that. Yeah. Do you ever see the woods? <laughs> no, like, the woods. Like cavemen, you know, like, did they know? A few hundred years ago in the woods. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yeah, have you mean? Ever seen Houses them, were around. Have you ever seen them um, baby crates that were, like, in America, in, like, cities where they, like, no. used to hang out of the windows? What? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, like, I've seen fucking those. mad. What, to, like, where the baby just chill? Yeah, like, to cool to a, a to kid down. Like, and, like, yeah, to air them out and, like, give extra space inside an apartment. They, like, they literally used to hang out of a window. Mad, but yeah. Anyway. Underneath oh, my oh. hairpiece, my hair's <laughs> my, my, my head's quite a weird shape. Yeah, you've got a peanut, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> the cone, it's like a cone. <laughs> the, the pineapple. It's like the Alps. <laughs> Joel be climbing it. So. <laughs> hey, Hagloff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brand that. The Bible is the world's most shoplifted book. <laughs> Fucking so, hell. Out of hotel rooms. Yeah. You don't I really get that anymore. Times. Did you hear a Bible in the drawer in a hotel room? It used to be like a COVID. <laughs> you ever read the Bible? I haven't. No, actually, no. I haven't. No. I think I, I was. I was listening to the other day. Might have been Stephen Fry, and he was like a big atheist, as you all know. But I think he's read the Bible, and he said uh, he feels like everyone should read it. Really? Yeah. I feel like I know it, but I don't know why I do. Because you get like, to, you, you get read it in school. school it's drilled don't. into you at school, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really have many. Th- I don't really know much about it, believe it or not. But there's plenty around, and people want to steal them. Can't really sell them. I don't know why you would steal them. And as well, I'm sure stealing is a sin, so that's a bit strange in itself, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is, So Unless you're doing it to, like, really, like... Yeah, but who the fuck's going to sell a Bible? Yeah, true. I mean... That is weird. <laughs> it's a weird one, that, isn't it? How, but, yeah, then again, like, you're reading this fact, who the fuck knows that? People have their own versions of a Bible, don't they? Like, you know, like, they'll have the favourite cookbook and they'll call it The Bible. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Josh's is... Mine's uh, the Bristol... Ken- uh, Brist- <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck's sake, on. Ken Hom's foolproof <laughs> Chinese cookery. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say mine's the uh, the Bristol stool chart. Nah, yeah. the Norwood hair scale, man. Let's not let's not lie to you. We've already said it. We've already mentioned it before, man. You you. you I was telling someone about that the uh, the other day, actually. Someone messaged me. Someone messaged me. The Norwood me. hair hair scale. So, do you know what? I think it was beef. I was giving I was giving them a demonstration. <laughs> so one of my, one of my mates messaged me, Tom. I think Here's where you mate, could be. Yeah. Our, our mate Beefy, he was now doing chocolates. He was fucking well nice, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he um. He messaged me saying, just listen to the podcast. He was like, fuck me, I wonder where I am on the Norwood Air scale. He's gone now. Do you know what I mean? But he was laughing at me about that. (laughs) Here's an interesting one. Leonardo da Vinci invented the scissors. (gasps) This is one of my fucking bullshits. Yeah, because I... Rumbled. He invented the scissors? Invented the scissors. He invented the scissors. But, hey, there's one for you. This goes on to the bullshit. Leonardo da Vinci invented the scissors. Leonardo da Vinci was left-handed. Leonardo da Vinci invented so, scissoring. Whoa! <laughs> so the first, the first scissors were the first scissors he invented left-handed. What do you mean? Wait, yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? All scissors are the same, aren't they? No, no, in school. What do you mean all scissors are the same? Oh, all, all, all they had the yellow. Most, yellow most, scissors, most scissors, scissors are made, are made for right-handed people. Right. Is one of the holes bigger? There's that and, and the way the blades go, aren't they? Chamfered, aren't they? And yeah, exactly. if you have the mitered, one, it's called. Yeah, that's it. Are we all right-handed? Yeah, yeah. So what? What you reckon? 
What? With the, true. Maybe he just used pair, them with his right hand. With a first pair of scissors, left-handed or right-handed. Bearing in mind, Leonardo da Vinci is. I'm going to say they were right-handed, even though Leonardo da Vinci was left-handed. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not like patterned it, or whatever they call painted it, painted, painted. No, no, no but, he, but he invented them first. So if he was inventing them, did he invent them to cut his hair off? No. <laughs> <laughs> just thanks. Thanks for clearing that up, Josh. No. Then yeah, the, van, the first pair of right-handed. Van Gogh. The first pair of scissors Van Gogh. Were right-handed. Because they were right-handed. Which is weird, because he's left-handed. Yeah. But Mad. would he not have wanted to profit on that, if that's why he did it? Like, he's not that known. That is exactly why he did it, Miles. But he, did, he, did he sell them? No, he did, he did it because he knew that the majority of people were right-handed. So they'd obviously use him a lot more. He's just some a great guy. Some people's he? dominant hand is the right, and yet they'll do other things with the opposite hand. What, that's, other, that's what other things? Uh, for example, my dad plays snooker with his left hand, but he is a dominantly I, right-handed yeah. person. Yeah, I'm um, I'm right-handed, but I do a lot of things with my left hand. Like I've what? never realised wanking. No, I knew that's what you. I actually don't. But um, yeah, like little things like you know when I worked at the Armour Lodge, I yeah. do it the opposite way. I'd use my left hand as my strong hand to like collect plates and stuff. Yeah, like. I used to hold the plates on the left. Yeah, you see, I used and to use the right to like organize. I used to hold my plates on my right and collect with my. I've mentioned this. I eat packets of crisps with my left hand. That's the <laughs> hand that goes in. That is weird when I, it's not. I do yeah. I, these little things I do as well. Like you know when I'm like pouring water or drinks, I pour it with my left hand. Here's one for you. I thought this might be just dead common. But I said it to Katie when I was eating the other day. Your fiance. <laughs> I love how Miles gets on that every time. Sorry. So, was eating with my fiance. Um, so you know you got a meal. So you, usually your standard okay. standard meal, you'll have three things, won't you? You'll have like say the meat or whatever the non-meat main. Mm -hmm. Then you'll have two sides of it, won't you? So let's, for example, let's say we're eating steak, chips, and broccoli. Yeah, lovely. What I'll do is boss me a lot. I'll always make sure that as I'm getting. to Towards the last, you've got enough of each one. I evenly split yeah, yeah. the last like I mouthful. Never used to do that. I do that all the so, time. You, yeah, go on. Continue. So obviously, I'll always get like I'll eat the steak, the bit of a chip, bit of the broccoli on, and every now and then I might just have a chip, steak and a chip, yeah, leave yeah. the broccoli. But as I'm getting to the end, I have to evenly well, you di divide it up. So then the last mouthful has a bit full. of everything yeah, on. Yeah, I'm like, Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. so like, say but it got, finishes at the same time. Say if you've got more broccoli, you'll have more of the broccoli in the mouthful yeah. before. You, or you, you start even it out in your head, don't you? Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm what is that? that? Do you not do that, man? So it was only, you, I think I've learned this from you, like, when you, when you have a meal, combining things on <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 you used to just eat like... No, singular I'm, things. I just used to, yeah, I used to go, there's a bit of steak, there's a chip. There's a bit of broccoli. I, I never used to put them together. I never used to put them together. I might have done unintentionally, but I never thought it through. And that's because when you get the mixture the of no, taste. It was at the Puss in Boots. That was it. You were like, why are you eating it like that? And I was like, what, 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 I was with you. It was yeah, yeah. So you were too old, really, to yeah. not. Yeah, 100%. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, like, fucking hell. So I put it all together like a burger. You put it all together, but on the fork. <laughs> and I ate it. I ate it. And I was like, Fuck, this is amazing. <laughs> this is boss. That's how you eat food. <laughs> So yeah, I'd start to share that with you. I thought about it when I was. Yeah, in no, no, I think it's probably. I, I do that. I do that a lot. Yeah. Is it, is it like portion control? Do you know what I had the other day? Right, I've not had for ages. I don't know why I'm bringing it up now because it's pretty boring. But I had sausage and mash. I fucking oh, loved it. I had yeah. that. And the other beans. Day. I did as well. You don't like beans? Peas, I, sausage, peas mash and gravy. I have peas I, and gravy is good yeah, as well. Man. Sausage mash and beans. Fuck me. I have. I had sausage mash. Pea, I had um, onion gravy. Onion gravy. Fuck, yeah. Sophia made the onion gravy. Mm. Nice. Fucking well, nice. An old Irish meal. Emily had it the other day. Tomato soup and mash. Wow. wow. You ever done it? No, but so I, I, I feel like the mash into no, no, no. tomato soup. So you, so you have a load of mashed potato, 
do like a little fucking like volcano and put the fucking I feel like a volcano. volcano. I feel, I feel like a bit. I, like I feel that. like a you should try it. You yeah, know, yeah, really good. fucking. I was, I was surprised. I was like, Jesus. Nah, but I feel like I might try. You that. Should give that a go. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm not a, not available for viewing. Um, <laughs> I'm all right, actually. How are you guys? <laughs> Very well, thank you. We can skip over that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're we're good, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Where, whereabouts are you? We're just in our um, rehearsal HQ. Yeah, where's that? It's in Stockport still, where we're from. Right. Okay. So yeah, we, uh, yeah. we didn't up sticks and move anywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, we. Well, it didn't move to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we should have, shouldn't we? But we didn't. Yeah, I, I, I wish I'd had the opportunity. <laughs> Listen, I think we, I think we have um, some mutual friends. Um, do you know? Uh, it's uh, Rebecca. Yeah, that's. Lavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know Rebecca. That's how we end. I think you signed a record for Joe a couple of years ago. That's right, um, I did. Because yes. go on, Joe, explain what you used to do. Well, you know, when you just like have a drink and you're having a good time, a drink or a drink, a drink and you're having a good time. Do you know I mean, you used to put Duran Duran on. And then yeah, you should just I always film yourself. I used to film myself on my Instagram stories and tag tag you in it. <laughs> and you know, I was always <laughs> singing terribly. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry about I, that. I can I, I can die happy now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I remember it was I you. have finally I have validation. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate it, by the way. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's all you needed. But yeah, like, no, but you know, but being being a band that somebody puts on when they're drunk and they want to be happy is is there's nothing there's nothing better than that, you know. To oh, be fair, is that that's the that's the goal, isn't it, for everyone? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was one particular festival where we were playing. This has stuck by me for for quite some time now. We played a festival that you played in 2016. What was um, it called? Northside North in Denmark. Side in Denmark and ah, I remember. Yes, yes, it, yes. It yes. was before. It was like our first year, like the year after, our album was coming out that summer, the first one, and we just had a record deal the year before. We were really road right. worn, and we were playing every festival under the sun. Very weary. Yeah, we and then just, you know, stumbled just... across this. Well, went out to the front and didn't realise you guys were playing, and we were just like made up, weren't we? But but before we we actually made it out to the front, and we were watching you guys. We were in like the backstage area and we we saw you lot roll in with your suitcases and stuff like this cash tan. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made us feel so sick. <laughs> yeah, it made I remember the festival. It was was hang on, do we go on it? We went on with the with the in at sunset, didn't we? Just like as the sun was yeah. Yeah. just before it set. And and it was low in the sky and it was right for it was at the stage and and I don't like wearing sunglasses on stage because I think you know a lot of a lot of uh, performers' power is in their eyes. Yeah, and I had to put a pair of shades on for that. <laughs> it was blinding, absolutely blinding. Well, that 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 was like one of the our favorite highlights ever. of that summer. Yeah, yeah it's like one of our favorite ever gigs. Like, because we said to our tour managers, we were like, right, we have to stay. Do you mean we're not? Oh, one, we're, not we're not getting oh, off. We have to stay and watch. There was a particular moment in the set as well, Simon, where. You yeah. turned around and you said, "Let's let's have a look. What's Nick Nick's got to say?" And he, he sort of uh, he <laughs> held this cord on a yeah. vocoder. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was boss. That he just know. went, "Oh, <laughs> that was boss." That he, he he doesn't say a lot, but what he does say is very important. <laughs> well, he likes to think so. I'm sure you went into a, a bit of a, I think it was like a medley or like a bit of a um, White Lines by Grandmaster Flash. Have I just made that yeah. up? Yeah, no, yeah, we did. No, no, we do that. We yeah. actually, I think we did the whole song. 
We oh, did, did you do the full song. thing? Yeah, I remember just yeah, being like, yeah. "Oh, this is great." But um, that was that was one of the ones where it's like it was our first year touring, and it was like, "Oh, we know we've never been to these countries before," and we were just all in a field with our mates getting pissed, listening <laughs> to Duran Duran. It was like one of the highlights of do you know what I mean? Ever it was just like, yeah, it was class. It was so good. So mm. thank you for that. <laughs> no, thank you for that, guys. Thank you. So what are you doing now? Well, I wrote a lot during the last lockdown, and we ended up yeah. once they lifted it and you could go back to work. We went into a recording studio and just made another record. Oh, good for you. Which but we, the last record, the third one, came out just before the lockdown, so we kind of felt like it was a bit of a weird time because we did half of the tour and then it got pulled, so we kind of felt like unfinished business, but then you can't just sit around, can you? So we just ended up making another record. So, right. yeah, we've got that right. under our belts, which is good, and we're just kind of doing this podcast and stuff and just trying to, right. you know, like everyone, yeah. just getting, getting by, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. What about you? Have you been up to anything or...? Um, I've done a bit of writing, you know, we've still got a little studio running in, um, which, which I can go to. I don't go like every day. It's, um, um, we don't tend to go in together at the moment. So I'll go in and work with our engineer, Josh. I just went in and finished some stuff that we're doing. We've got some really interesting people we've been working with. We've been working with, um, um, Graham Coxon from Blur. Oh, great. He's been doing the guitar <laughs> and then uh, we've done a couple of tracks with Giorgio Moroder as well. Wow. And um, I, w- I went in to do some boxes on that, and I took and, and I took my daughter in actually because she's got an amazing voice. I'm not sure how the band's going to feel about me having my daughter on the record, <laughs> <laughs> but I made sure it sounded really amazing. I'm sure um, it did. Maybe, maybe yeah. don't tell them straight away and let, drop it in later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Melodyne's yeah. a great thing in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, child. I um, I've been doing um. I, I, in, 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 I think I went all the way back in March. I started a radio show. I'll tell you the whole story. Actually, I was um, I came down for breakfast in the morning, as as middle aged men do, and my daughter was in there with Radio Six on. Now I immediately switched to Radio Four, and she went, "Oh, Dad, call yourself a musician. You don't even like music anymore. You don't even listen to music." And I and I thought about it, and I thought, you know what? You're right. Um, I realize that, you know, what starts off as a, a sort of one o'clock in the morning when you leave the studio and you get in a taxi and the driver says, what channel do you want to listen to? And you say, you know what? Let's not have any music. I've been listening to music all day long. That, starts, that, that whole thing starts to grow like a big dark flower inside <laughs> your inside your inside your kind of personality. And you end up only listening to your own, the music you're working on and the stuff that you that got you into a band in the first place after you know after decades and and I thought god she's right so i started i went on spotify and and i went on bandcamp and i just started to try and discover new stuff new, new artists and um and i i really liked it and um the manager of the band wendy Leister, she said to me she, she said she said we need to have some presence during this whole thing you know this lockdown thing and i said well i could do a radio show maybe so i so i got together with caddy krasner who's our um, band assistant and lives in uh, upstate new york and over the internet we we've been doing a weekly radio show it's called whoosh um it was on it, you could get it used to be able to get it on spotify and youtube um but now we've we've, we've got to work on our worldwide presence because we signed up to sirius xm in the states ah, yeah, yeah. Definitely heard which is a, well, that's a base, yeah that's a big step for us because you know we had a, we i think we probably had about eight thousand listeners 
in total and it's kind of got kind of got stuck at that but but Sirius will promote it you know it's a big big platform people listen to it in their cars right so yeah we're on we're on we're on Sirius XM volume channel 106 and um <laughs> and yes it's still going and i've really enjoyed it i've 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 heard so much new music by what, new acts what what's your like favorite new oh, new acts you so discovered hard it's so hard. I just want. I mean, them. I like I like the ones when I when you go on Spotify and they've got like eighty seven monthly listens. The ones yeah, who are yeah. really obscure. I love finding people like that. You know, I I, I um, I mean, what, Kimbo Nice. I like Kimbo Nice. Um, I there's a there's so much. It's so much. I mean, I kind of felt that I I discovered Shame before anybody else did. Really? Um, yeah. Because but 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 I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> But I sort of, because because obviously now we listen to Radio Six a lot, and um, you know I heard Steve Lamac playing them, and I'm going, I had them first, I had them first, I had had them in my radio show first, and uh, (laughs) and and um, and I've really got into sort of alternative R and B. Actually, there's some amazing artists that I just didn't, I just didn't really know of that genre of music. Yeah, I I, I personally, I'm not a big fan of pop R and B. I just find it sounds all very similar similar to me yeah. and and there's enough people listening to that stuff anyway to mm-hmm. without me having to to push it but think i mean i i oh god people like um Bacar, um he's fantastic he's got a song called helen back um i mean there are artists like arlo parks who are just doing incredible things who and, and getting a lot of um success I, I i checked out um some african artists there's uh what's her name now See, this is the problem when when I, I forget their names, but that yeah. that could be an age thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> princess, somebody, I think. Is it princess? Was it King Princess? No, no. Oh, King. Well, I love King. No, King Princess is fantastic. She don't. Mark I mean, Ronson that, produces her. Yes. Oh, well, she comes out on Zelig Records, doesn't she? There's. She's got a track. Have you heard the track Ohio? No, I've heard Pain, oh, the new one, but Pain's. Well, Pain's kind of much more poppy. King. Um, Ohio is I need to check that. More, it's rock, dude. Is it's it? it's like an epic. It's an epic song. You worked with Mark Ronson as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How was that? We're big fans of of his. Yeah, we are. Um, Mark is he's he's really easy to work with, and he makes it. He's he's very good at kind of keeping it fun, and you know he likes to get his guitar. And actually, as as all of the great player producers do, including mm. Nile Rogers, they like to get in the room with you and play with the band great and be that. part of a band. It's, you know, I think, and I think for some, for somebody like Mark who doesn't, who's, who's the bands he's had, he's the band leader. Yeah. Um, and, and Niall kind of Niall, Niall definitely it's, it's, you know, it's Nile Rogers and Sheik these days. Um, and he, and, he, and they want to be in a band and they want to be playing the stuff with you in the studio. And, and I, and, and that kind of excites me and gets, yeah. it raises, it raises the, um, the stake really. And it makes you feel that, that there's that much more invested in it. Oh, there's my phone. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so did, when you worked with Nile Rogers, did he, yeah. did he play on some of the records as well as oh god yes produ- i mean the first it, one of, well he did but you know when the first one you know the first time we worked with him was when well he, he we sent him the reflex um which tune. is a track which is a track on our album our third album seven the ragged tiger um we by the way we're a band who suffered from third album syndrome not second album syndrome because we had so much stuff written before we we had two albums worth yeah. so our third album was our difficult album but that's what the reflex is on 
Yeah, the reflexes on that. But anyway, you sent, you sent that over to... <laughs> I'd take that tune on my third album. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but if you, if you, I mean, if you, if you, if you have a moment, listen to the to the version that's on the album, and then listen to the version that Nile Rodgers did. They are completely different, completely and utterly different. It was okay. It was an okay song. It was an okay sort of pop song. We thought it was good. Um, but what we got back from Nile, we complete with that rip, 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 rip stuff, yeah. which, which we'd never heard before. It's the closest thing we had, we had heard to that before, heard to it before we heard it was sort of DJ scratching sort of on early eighties, <laughs> yeah. um, hip hop records that, whoop, 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 whoop. um, and he, cause he, he got hold of this instrument called a synclavier. Right. which was, it was was a very early sampling machine. They were incredibly expensive. They cost about $30,000. Fuck it now. No, I know, really. But they had, we used to buy these library of sounds that were, that, that had been sampled. Um, oh, wait a minute, was it a Sinclair or was it a, a Fairlight or something? Well, anyway, it's an early sampling machine. And they were, as I said, they're very, they're all very expensive. Yeah. Um, and he used it. He he sampled things that that I'd sung, and he and he played them on this thing. I mean, it's, it was really groundbreaking. Yeah. Um. So we decided he was great to work with. Um. And then we did that. Andy and um, Andy sort of decided he wasn't going to come back after he did Power Station. So um, we had to we had to make and me and Nick and John because Roger wasn't. She was kind of off, and then he was on, then he was off. Um. So me and Nick and John went into Air Studios, which at the time was above Burton Tailoring in Oxford Street. And um, and Niall came over to produce it. And because we didn't have a guitarist, Niall played all of the guitar, you know, pretty much. Meant that. Yeah. Story. <laughs> so he he's he's a big he's a he, he's a big he's a player. You know. Yeah. I mean that's Niall. Niall is notorious. That ding ding <laughs> ding 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 ding. Yeah. Once you know and you hear that. You yeah, think, you, it sounds like you think yeah, like, oh, like, why didn't I realize straight away? Unmistakable, but isn't it? Yeah, you can just tell these. We guys. would not have written. A, we wouldn't have written a song had it not been for that riff. Yeah, you know, it, it was. It was the. It was the. And you know, what it's like a, a, a riff or a, a drum beat can can be the can be the the seed of a song. Yeah. Um. So I guess we should start with our with, with our little five section, song yeah. choices. I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I can. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pick an Oasis track. Do you know what? You're the second person to say that now. Do you know what I'm going to pick? Go I'm going to pick a song. First one is going to be a track by Elbow. Nice. Nice. And it's called, it's, it's called Fugitive, Fugitive Hotel or Fugitive Motel. I'm not sure which. I don't think I've heard that tune. It's, a, it's one of their early ones, I think. Is there any reason? Did you, is, when did you hear it? Can you remember when you first heard it? Or is it something you just discovered later on? Or? A friend of mine, he's a, he's a Serb. His name's Fidor and he's an artist. He's a quite incredible artist. Um, he likes making mixtapes, but, but he started doing it on CDs. And many years ago, he gave, he gave us a CD called Earphones. And it's got a lot of great tracks on it. Um, and, and that is one of my favorite tracks on the album. And that, that was the track that turned me on to, to elbow. I'm going to check that out as, as soon as we finish this call. Yeah. The, the, one of them, yeah. um, I feel like we say this a lot on this podcast, but elbow, one of them bands I've not, I've obviously listened to the, I know big, like the, the big, big ones, singles, yeah, but, but I've never delved into, to elbow as a band completely, which right. I feel like I should do. Do you know what I mean? 
I feel like. Well, you know, you, 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 there's no reason you should unless you like it or you want to. Yeah, because you know? there's too much. There's too much. There's too much stuff out there to go. You should know about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You can't. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's it, you. You spend your entire life listening to music, and and then you still wouldn't have done it all. Yeah, it's like well, Tom mentioned on the last the last podcast we did as well. I feel like when you've got a band like that with such a big collection of music it's good to sometimes hold it off for as long as possible so then whether it's really, if there is a time where you're feeling a bit oh you know i need to be inspired by something new it is something you can dive into and you know mm, that there's right. going to be a big collection to dive through and it so it's good yeah. sometimes to hold that away you know for yeah. as long as possible like as a creative move i'm with you i'm with you i'll have to uh, we'll have to listen to that to that so i always feel a bit embarrassed you know when someone picks a song that you've never really heard <laughs> right. you can't really so that's what it's about isn't it? yeah, it's getting yeah. different people's choices yeah exactly so yeah, that's a really good choice so we'll have to dive into <clears> it so let me see what else now um i'm gonna go back to uh, the Bee Gees. Would you would you call oh, the yeah. Bee Gees yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Manchester band so i would um i think it's called is it something like um new york mining disaster Great track. You know, do you know that track? Mm -hmm. Nine, New York Mining Disaster, 1941. I think it's the most incredible. There's, it's just, I hear these guys, it's, it's sung from the um, perspective of a guy who's stuck underground, right? And yeah, he's got thinking that. About, I, I seen the documentary and I remember them talking about the opening lyrics saying, in the event of something that might happen, something happening yeah. to me, yeah. I remember it on the the recent documentary. They talk about yeah. this song. I think it's a, it's an amazing song. It's a really amazing song. Because people just when people think of Bee Gees, I suppose everyone the obvious just the thing disco. springs to mind is like Saturday Night Fever yeah. and what they did. Of course, yeah, because it's so successful. But like a lot of people are huge fan. I know Noel Gallagher's a huge fan of that, like early like the sixties Bee Gees stuff. Yeah, which. I think it's like almost a different band in a way, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, yeah. when I watched that documentary, it opened my eyes to that. Because I didn't, like I say, I just thought of the Saturday Night Fever thing. I thought that was Beach, but like they were massive before that, weren't yeah. they? You know I mean, then they sort of went through a bit of a lull, how they described it. And then, do you know what I mean? Then went massive again after that. But what a great perspective to write a song from, though. Um, that's made me think of another one, but I'm not going to put it next door to it because it, it's... Um, okay, so Happy Mondays. Oh, nice. yeah. And it's not going to be step on. I'm going to do kinky afro. Oh, yeah. Which I you. just I just love that son I'm 30. I only went yeah. with your mother cuz she was dirty. <laughs> just it just and it start it's like basically saying don't expect anything from yeah. me. Do you know what? We we've, we've had know. a few guests and you're the first one to pick a happy mondays tune. Mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah, really? Start, yeah, wow. cuz I, I I love the mondays and at the moment I'm going through that phase of listening to them loads and I I'm, I, was, yeah. I can't keep being surprised no one's put them in yet. Yeah, but that's the first I love time. that tune. Yeah, well, mine and Tom's first band was called Kinky Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah so that's <laughs> wonder where we yes. got that idea from. <laughs> yes, I, I I can imagine. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was it. Oh yeah, what what a song and what a band. I love the groove on that tune. It's amazing. Yeah, so it's good. just. Now, can you help me out a bit with? I want to pick a nice dance tune, maybe some handbag or something. Charlie's now Charlie. I know M, M people are from Manchester aren't they yeah entrance but I don't want to pick moving on up I want to pick something is, Chemical you Brothers are from Manchester Chemical Brothers yeah. oh really yeah right mm. awesome. did, you ever get in, did you ever get into garage get garage. Into garage music sort of you mean a, like UK garage sort yeah, of yeah there's a song by 
called Flowers by Sweet Female Attitude. It's like, I'll bring you flowers. Oh, in the morning. Morning. That's yeah. quite that was quite a big tune, but yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't think I can, I, I don't think I can, I can you put can, that in because I don't yeah. know it. Yeah. What about Bucketheads? Are they were they from? Let me have a look. Where was they from? You know that these sounds falling to my mind. Oh yeah, these that was a Chicago sample, was it? Did, from Street Player. Did, did. Uh, are they called Buckethead? Yeah, Bucketheads. The Buckethead's. Oh, the Buckethead's. Uh, were they from Manchester? That's About, the thing. Yeah, I've got them here. Maybe two. not. Maybe not. No, you know what? That was the, that was American, the American. American, yeah. So what else can I pick? So I've got, I only got, got so far three. New Order, maybe? A New Order track? Well, actually, now here's a good one. Yes, good point. Um, no, but it's not. I'm, I'm going to pick Joy Division. I saw I saw Joy Division play at the it was called the it was a like there's a really weird thing there's a pub called the Railway in West Hampstead and they had a they had a, they had some a, they had some like a space around the back called the Sunlight Rooms and they had the Moonlight Club at the Sunlight Rooms <laughs> and I saw a double bill of um The Cure and Joy Division wow and, <laughs> what year would that be and and 1978 wow wow and i went in the um i remember me and my friend dave miles we went uh, around to the pub after the joy division gig and ian curtis was sitting on his own with a with a drink wow on his own in a pub nobody recognized him nobody was there so we went and sat down next to him and talked to him you know, I, think I, gave him, I think I gave I think I gave him a really hard time because I said you sh- you guys should have been headlining this. Why the cure coming on after you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. So 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 my choice my choice is um, I'm I'm going to go for control. Great we've, not, we've not had it. That's yet. the one. We've had. I just Joy Division has been of picked, the, but it wasn't that track. Yeah, got, it's great. Moody, it's the, one it? of the greatest. It's one of the greatest intros ever. It says that 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 that's that um that electronic drum thing that goes on. It's it's incredibly recognisable. I love that track. Great choice. Did you ever cross paths with the Smiths, Simon? Um, yes, a bit. I mean, I, 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 I think I, I do remember that uh, Morrissey once in in, uh, in the early days was once asked about Duran Duran and about Duran Duran videos. He said, "Oh, a goat could direct a Duran Duran video." <laughs> Fuck yeah. A drunken, a drunken goat. No, a drunken goat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bit of typical so Morrissey he, was, he, he didn't like us very much, I think. But you know, I, I we see we we run into Johnny Marr every now and again. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's Johnny, yeah. Johnny's a really really nice guy. He's great. Yeah. We he, we bumped yeah. into him very early days of our band, and he he sort of went up to Tom, like well, to Danny Tom and said like, "Oh, you've got that great, great pop." pop song. So we we went up to him, and then he oh yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean it like that. We went up to him, and then he he know. We said the name of the band, and he re- he was like, "Oh, you got that great pop tune out, Charlemagne." And we were like, "Yeah, yeah." And then yeah. we were like, "Oh, yeah." And then right. there was like a a city documentary because we're city fans. I'm sorry, Simon. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's in the city documentary. He says like, "Oh, we've got loads of cool fans," and then mentions us, and that like made our life. Like, we're like oh my god, Johnny Marr just called us cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I'd say that we've hinted on football. I feel like we should go into it a little bit. Um, well, should we do the tracks first? Yeah, yeah, let's do tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll hold on to yeah, that. Okay. We'll hold that I mean, of course track, you, though. of course you want to go into football. You're top of the fucking league, <laughs> assholes. So I've got one more, right? Yeah, one yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track one five. more. Um, I'm going to go for the Hollies. Oh, I was saying this today. And, and the, to someone, the air that no I breathe. Been, oh, I love oh, that too. Yeah. 
I was saying no one's that picked is, the Hollies yet. The Hollies It's great. one of the best songs ever written. Yeah. I don't know if they wrote it. I'm not, I'm not totally sure if they wrote it. I think somebody else wrote it. But I it's think it was Albert Hammond's dad. Yeah, Albert Hammond and Mike Hazelwood. But it was made famous by the Hollies, wasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Manchester song. band. Yeah, yep. the, the, the yeah, Hollies are Manchester, absolutely. but aren't they? They are like, they like us, aren't they? Stockport. Or just no, one, no. Of the, one of them. No, one Salford. of them was from Stockport. One of them's from yeah. Stockport, isn't he? Nash, yeah. Nashy's from Salford, isn't he? Graham yeah, Nash. Graham Nashy's Nashy's from Salford, but I can't. Which one's from Stockport? There was a bass player called Eric Haydock. Right. He was in the Hollies. He, he was from Stockport. Is that what it was? He was like, yeah. oh, he's just like, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, oh, I was in, I was in school yeah. with one of the Hollies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You've always heard that story. But now the Hollies, the Hollies are amazing. Like, I love the Hollies. My, my dad's a big fan of the Hollies, so I ended up getting into them quite early, you know, in my teens, really. Yeah, it's that like, right. but that, them vocal, like, layer things. Yeah, the harmonies and yeah, stuff. And the, but yeah, is there any reason why that song goes? Is, is that one of the songs that... I just think it's one of those songs that, that, that sticks in your mind that once you've heard it, you remember, you remember it for the rest of your life. You yeah, know? yeah, I agree. Um, it, I, it's got such a, it's got a grandeur and scope to it that, I, that, that I'm, I'm really glad is in my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Great selection of tunes. Yeah, yeah, really good, yeah. Yeah, I feel I should have had something a bit more dance floor, but, well, no, we have Kinky Afro. There you go. Um, <laughs> so there you go. I'm glad, I'm glad someone's picked the Hollies as well, because I feel like like they kind of get put to the, the, well, the back just burner. Tend, you tend to think of all the obvious ones when you think of Manchester music. You just think of, like, the last 25 years, don't you, sometimes? Yeah. But there's so mm. much more. So much more than that. <laughs> Obviously, Manchester music has played a massive part in our, but did, has it, did it play a massive part? But I didn't know if your folks, like, you support... A Manchester team, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, my grandmother, um, she was a, she was a showgirl. Her and her sister were showgirls in the, um, at the beginning of the twentieth century. They went on, uh, they were they started off as dancers in something called the John Tiller Girl Troupe, the Tiller Girls they were called, and they they were like a sort of high kicking dance troupe. Yeah. And then and then um, a bit later on, sort of in in the, the sort of the 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 nineteen tens and an early twenties, they did a, they had a double act. They were, I have, I have a playbill somewhere with, uh, with Houdini and Josephine Baker at the top of the bill. And at the bottom, the Elton Jones sisters, that was, that was their name. Wow. <laughs> El, the Elton Jones sisters. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, they were from Manchester and I, and I occasionally went up to Manchester when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, that's my, that's where my mum was evacuated to during the war. So I've had I've I've always had a Manchester connection. Yeah. But um but with with United when I was about 10 years old my dad said Simon you should come and watch this and I went into the back room and on a black and white telly was the European Cup final 1968 and I watched Georgie Best dribble around the, the goalkeeper of Benfica and win the European Cup and I and they won it and I thought that's my team. And that's that was it. It was TV. I'd never been to a football match before. Nobody had ever taken me. Nobody had ever said you should support this or you should support that. It was purely my thing. Did you get to the games a lot, obviously, when we could when you could not go. really. I did I there was a there was a there was a time sort of I got a very good friend who um he used to live in Hale and I used to come up and, and see the matches and stay with him sometimes yeah. and drive back down. Um I used to I, I try and see all the London matches I can. Um, but you know when it, when when you when you're in a band and you're working, you're touring, you've got other priorities. Yeah. So yeah. It, it has to work in around that. Exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll see him when I do. You know. Oh, we'll have to uh, with the Manchester derby one time. We'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have to go yeah. together. Yeah. It's coming, <laughs> it's coming quite soon, isn't it? Isn't there one coming up soon? Yeah. yeah I think it's yeah. the start of March, isn't it? Like a couple of weeks. Yeah. 
I mean, you guys, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys are feeling very confident about that. I think as um, City fans, you always got yeah, that little yeah, bit of self-doubt. <laughs> well, and, well, I mean, hey, we've learned that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, there was a time, and I, and I, and I know why, why you know, United fans are so annoying to everybody, because, because there was that whole period where it was just United winning the league year after year yeah. after year. But it's, it's not like that anymore. And, um, you know, we've, we've learned insecurity, believe me. <laughs> yeah, you know how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. Fellas, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll say, yeah. no, it's Thank, been great chatting with you. Thanks. thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great fun. It really has. Um, hopefully, we can actually meet up in person one day when it's uh, the world's a bit more normal. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Or come to yeah. a show, or you know, you welcome. Yeah, whenever. do do make connection. You know, when we're coming to town, or or if we are in any town that you are in, yeah, yeah. and you want to come and see us, this is an open invitation from the band to you all and your guests to come to any Duran show anywhere, oh. anytime. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks so much, man. Okay, cool. I'll come and see you guys. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get to see you. Yeah. The, the invitation is fired back towards you. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Yeah, have a great weekend. Great stuff. Thank yeah. you very much. Take care. Nice Thanks one. a lot. Cheers. Cheers. It's, it's been a real pleasure speaking to you guys, you know, and I, I know you're really good guys and I love your music too. Oh, oh cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, Simon. Well cheers, done. Simon. Real well done. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Negative. found quite a lot on this one so i've got Mint. yeah it was the vid music video for if you think this is real life mm -hmm. where we're playing in par street you know what yep. i mean that was the last music but, video yeah, we did. yeah mm -hmm. just before the lockdown and mickey muff muncher oh actually before oh, we shit, it, that's it, his name it's actually it's actually it's actually live in it as well the video we did yeah. yeah like the audio we'd actually played live it's not like a no but you can't really tell because with it's just so, like, so tight <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I, I, I didn't realise your name was this, but I've committed to it now anyway. Mickey Muff Muncher. Fair play, Mickey. That is his name. <laughs> he said, name a worse song than this, question mark. Trick question. No song is worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a good one, to be fair. That is good, isn't it? And, but he's, he's left a huge gap between <laughs> trick oh, question. So you, have to, you have to click on it to see it. Yeah, yeah. you have to like, open it up. Good that. So, Has he got any comments on it? Has no, anyone... no one's commented. Oh, He's made us yeah. work for that one, hasn't he? good, that one. Fair it? play. Fair play. But there's quite a, there's I don't quite mind a, a bit few of, on this. Yeah. Do you want me to read the yeah, other ones? Yeah, come on, let's okay. go. Yeah. It's, it's all right, dude. Boona Shuna. Likes a curry. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up with the first four lines of the song in my head. Kill me, please. <laughs> em oh. Embarrassed that I even know the name of this band, let alone some of the lyrics. Just goes to show the absolute la... I don't know what they're meant to put there. Dot, 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 dot. What am I doing even watching the video? Oh, yeah. Confirming the lack of talent. Yawn. <laughs> so, should, should we actually try and think about what they've said here? Well, they fucking hate it. Do you know what I mean? It was with another Tom. Go on. Hit me with the rhythm Bloody stick. awful. Sounds like a supermarket advert. <laughs> Fucking hell, I, I wish. Hey, a lot of money yeah, I'd fucking, I'd love the cash yeah. for that. <laughs> and then the comment under it says, this sounds like an advert for Iceland circa 1985, encouraging me to buy frozen peas. <laughs> so there must be some sort of supermarket <laughs> advert vibe going you on. Know, I still remember the day before, though, in the morning I was hung over to that video and I shaved my beard off by accident. The guard fell off. Oh, like, yeah. The fucking shadow mask. I was like, oh, no. I had to go clean shaven. You look really fresh, that um, video, mate. Fucking I, hell, I didn't feel it. 
nice outfit. I liked it. Mm. That felt terrible. I keep hearing this song in the car. It sounds like an advert for Orange Juice. Every time I hear it, I feel sick. It's a bloody awful song. (laughs) 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 So there's some crackers on Real Life. Is that that Silver, Real Life? No. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Let's have one more. Have you got any more? One more. Let's have one more. That was... um, What does it say? It says... Didn't mind those. Sounds like a theme tune from a Michael Barrymore game show. Junk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this uh, this leads into our second online weirdness. We need to have a name for this, actually. Josh's little Instagram findings. Yeah, Did I'm starting to get many of them now. Go on, go on, Miles. Do a, make a jing- jingle up. For we, I said something dead quick, but it probably wasn't good enough. Oh, he went, Josh's something... He did Josh's oh, Instagram yeah. finding. Oh, yeah. that go on, it, go yeah. on, That'll do for go. now, won't it? Yeah, you've got, d- they've got that saved. I can get it again. <laughs> you've already made me enough work cutting you out. Do it. Fucking say it again, okay? Do it. No, I don't like. You know what? Just I'm like. do it. Like Come on. Stuff like Take me fucking. Just do it. Then he'll just stick it into reverb, won't he? Come on. Okay. We won't look at you. <laughs> Josh's strange findings on the internet. That was great, Charlotte. That's good, though. Go on, then, Josh. Hit me with it. All right, I've got a couple, because, uh, I mean, they're, they're usually based around Instagram. Um, this one, this one's not necessarily, like, you know, algorithmic. This is just a comment I saw, and it's from Top Northern Bird, and she commented on one of the podcast, um, you know, video clips that we put out on Instagram. Yeah. And it says, Josh is just like me. Stop Fordian, cries at the Queen, doesn't like parties, listens to Best of Bread... Likes a nice cup of tea and a sit down. Perfect. Then it says, except I'm 61 and supposed <laughs> to like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So, so that 10 was years younger them. than you. <laughs> 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 I know it's nice when a youthful person comments about me. But, um, <laughs> the, next, the main thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, you know how obviously Instagram, I'm always saying how Instagram's algorithmic. It learns what you like and it kind of figures out what you want to see. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it gets that horribly wrong when it thinks that I want to grow a baby from scratch. <laughs> yep. Uh, now Instagram thinks I'm a welder. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so, because you've been watching welding videos? Well, I think I must have I must have hit one and maybe accidentally liked it or something. So now it's like it's just constantly on my refresh page. It's just always... <laughs> That's Sorry, what the mask my, is uh, in your bedroom, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, I keep I keep getting these. So what? What again? It, you know, it's always like multiple videos. So there'll be it'll be a video, then you swipe right, it'll be something else. Yeah. So it'll be like a video of someone doing like a really clean weld on on a pipe or or something. And, <laughs> and the fact right you're saying it's like a clean, clean weld. weld. It's like you are a yeah. fucking weld. <laughs> He's definitely into it. Isn't he? <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not denying. I'm well into it. <laughs> But um, well, didn't there's it. always ah. there's basically. A, I thought of that as well. Too far. I didn't even say it. There's a, there's a range of merch that's that's like <laughs> around this welding uh, scene, and one of them's like a Nike tick that says "Just weld it," and obviously that's, <laughs> that's quite funny. But then this one is amazing. So it's a picture. It's like flames and stuff on the back of a t-shirt. And it's like quite kind of. It's quite Affleck Palace, and uh, it says welder at the top in big huge letters then underneath in smaller words it says i'm an essential worker only because badass motherfucker isn't an official job title (laughs) 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 so i've I've ordered a few of those (laughs) that's gonna say yeah that was good thanks guys well done well done good that on it right note and uh goodbye everyone (laughs) 
<laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you're staying safe and all that. Goodbye, and, uh, everyone. We're, 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 we're going to go now. Yeah. Stay warm. <laughs> Stick the kettle on. Yeah. What do you have to say, Tom? Um, yeah, I'm going to go and do some painting this week. I've got to paint, okay. a f- paint a few rooms in the house. Your favourite. <laughs> yeah. They're quite minimal, though. It's the utility room where the the washing machine is and shit. Equally as shit. But it's, well, it's kind of hidden by a lot of appliances, so there's not that much surface area. You know, like a big empty room. Mm. I've got a single horsehair brush. It'll be good for that time. <laughs> <laughs> See ya! Bye! 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details